0: You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth I, I will give praise to you Father, with this short moment, I'm going to exalt Father Lord I pray that your spirit will speak truth into the heart of the people in Jesus' mighty name, into our heart in the name of Jesus. That will not lag behind in the place of understanding. That our worship will change position from today on in the name of Jesus Christ. Say, from today on, there will be a switch in the spirit in Jesus' mighty name. There will be an alignment with the Lord. There will be an alignment with the spirit of the Lord in Jesus' mighty name. That will not lag behind in the place of worship. Will not lag behind in the place of commandments. Will not lag behind in the place of instructions. Will not lag behind in the place of in the place of uh, uh in the place of um walking according to your will in jesus mighty name father we we pray before our heart lord a heart to listen a heart to listen to hear and to align we pray in the name of jesus christ father lord we thank you and i will be ministering lord. father come and captivate my heart my mouth in the name of jesus christ Lock my tongue to yourself in Jesus' mighty name. Make me a captive of your presence, Heavenly Father, King of Glory. Help my heart to be a captive of your presence. Captivate me, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Imprison me this morning that I might preach your word the way you want them to be preached in Jesus' mighty name, Father. I submit my heart to you this morning, Lord. Let your name be glorified as I speak forth your word in Jesus' mighty name, Father. I give praise to your name. All oh, glory and honor be to you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's quickly open to Ephesians chapter five. Genesis chapter 5. Praise God. Genesis chapter 5. I'll start from um, verse 14. He said, Wherefore, said, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. now went further in verse 15. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine, wherein in excess, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. S- semicolon. Speaking to yourself in psalms, hymns, and spiritual song singing and making melody in your heart to the lord giving thanks always for all things unto god and the father in the name of the lord jesus christ father lord we thank you for the reading of your word bless us in jesus my name let your name be glorified in jesus name amen so um verse i'll read verse 18 again and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess but be filled with the spirit But be filled with the Spirit. But be filled with the Spirit. Um, Praise God. Now, in the place of um, speaking psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and singing melody in your heart to the Lord. um, There's more to singing melody in your heart to the Lord, singing psalms, singing hymns to the Lord than just using our mouth to sing. I remember when I was in Anglican church as a very small boy. It was obvious that uh, we would sing hymns all the time, but it was obvious to me that I was not singing any hymn unto the Lord. We were just singing hymns because we were told to sing hymns to the Lord. Praise God! So definitely singing psalms, and you see, you see, you see, um, you see, the, what triggers what triggers the speaking to yourself in, in psalms and spiritual song is actually being filled with the Spirit. Praise God the Lord. So there's no way a man can sing psalms and hymns unto the Lord, a spiritual song unto the Lord, and make a melody to the Lord without being filled with the Spirit. Praise God. The, way to, the proper way to sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to the Lord is a man being filled with the Spirit. Praise God the Lord. Now, um, I'm not talking about baptism of the Holy Spirit now. There's different. There's baptism of the Holy Spirit, but being filled is. Uh, if you check the scripture, the original meaning is be being filled is a continuous process. Praise the Lord. So every single time when a man is the the, the quality of your worship or your your singing of psalm to the Lord, or or your, your the, the the quality of um your your worship to the Lord is depending on the your your extent of your giving to the spirit, praise God. So, like my brother was saying, he was saying that um, worship is not just some singing to God, he was talking about the act of obedience, he was talking about being worshipping in truth. So, if doctrine is not the basis for your worship, then the worship is not true yet. Praise God the Lord, praise God. So, when a man, so you see that this singing of some human spiritual song unto the Lord and making melody. Is not really about the singing in itself. You can be singing, but not singing unto the Lord. The way a man there must be a heart posture uh, that a man has to sing unto the Lord is a is a soul posture that a man must have in the place of fellowship. If a man is not fellowshipping with the Holy Ghost, he cannot sing to the Lord. It's not possible because it is when we are singing, it is not just our mouth that is singing; it is the soul that is singing to God. So, a heart that does, a soul that has not come into submission to God, a soul that is not fellowshiping with God in itself, cannot come into the place of worship, because first of all, worship is submission. Praise God. So, if you say a man is, if you are worshipping God, you are singing to God and raising holy hands, even with tears in our eyes. If there is no place of submission to God, we are not worshipping, we are just singing with emotions. Praise God. Uh, I just, please, I'm going somewhere. Praise God. So, a man can be singing with a lot of emotions, with tears in his eyes, but he might not be singing unto the Lord because of the heart posture. The soul is a place where worship is being given because the soul is a place that work is done. Actually, the Greek meaning of worship is actually tada. Tada means to walk, to journey. So when you say a man is worshiping, a man is actually journeying in the spirit. That's why the scriptures say, "Be ye being filled in the spirit." Praise God. So when, so the, what triggers this singing of singing of melody to the Lord is actually the infilling of the spirit. So if a man is not continuously being filled, he is not actually advancing in his worship activity to the Lord. Praise God. So we see that he said, "Speaking to yourself in Psalms, hymns, and spiritual song, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord." Praise God! Singing and what? M- you, making melody what? In your heart. So definitely, there must be a heart posture because you must be making the melody in your heart. Praise God! You see, you see the way they said it is that singing is not with your mouth. Mm-mm. Let's read that scripture again: "Speaking to yourself in Psalms." Hymns and spiritual song, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Singing and what making melody in your heart to the Lord. So the melody is being made in the heart to the Lord. So a heart might not be singing with his mouth, but the heart can be making melody to the Lord. Praise God praise on the lord praise god praise on the lord so when when a a man is uh making when they say a man is making melody unto the lord is when a man is actually when an, there's an activity of the soul that is walking in all pleasing unto the lord that is the melody to the lord actually the real melody to the lord is the heart that actually That that actually is is bring is coming to the place of the heart that is coming to the place of submission is the heart that is actually singing melody to the Lord, praise God. So when we are talking about worship, we are not just talking about a man singing with his mouth. We are talking about a man that is bringing himself to a place of submission to God. That is bringing himself to a place of obedience. Now, there's no place of obedience without knowledge. So, obviously, worship cannot be done properly outside of understanding, outside the revelation, outside the doctrine of Christ. Worship cannot be done properly. Praise to the Lord. Um, let's quickly go to um, Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1. Praise to the Lord. Romans, no, no, sorry. Romans chapter 2. Romans chapter 2. I will start from, um, sorry, I'm so sorry. Romans chapter 12. Sorry, Romans chapter 12. Romans 12. Romans chapter 12. It says verse 1 it says i beseech you therefore brethren by the message of god that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice praise god that ye what present your body a living sacrifice holy praise god holy and what acceptable unto god holy and acceptable unto god which is what your reasonable service this same service here is actually worship praise god which is your what reasonable what service praise god these are what reasonable service unto god and be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that he may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect what will of god praise god so you see that there's no place of worship worship is actually doing the will of god if a man is not doing the will of god is not is not is not actually a worshiper in the presence of God. So worship is an alignment with God that makes God that makes you flow the way God is flowing. So when a man is worshiping God, a man is actually giving himself to doctrine of Christ. Praise God. And obeying it or giving himself to that doctrine is actually walking in the doctrine. So if a man is walking in a doctrine, is actually worshiping God. Praise God. He said, present yourself. He said, by the, I, I beseech you, brethren, by the message of God, that he presents your body a living sacrifice. So when you say so you have become a living sacrifice, a, when you, what is a sacrifice? A sacrifice is um, something you bring to the presence of God and you give without, without the intention of taking back. When you say you gave a sacrifice, you are giving something out without the intention of taking it back. So literally, you are, you you, have, you are you are counting that thing as loss. So that's actually when you bring sacrifice become a living. So when a man br- becomes a living sacrifice, he has is alive, but he has given himself to God. So that's that's actually how to pre- I said present your body as a living sacrifice holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Praise the name of the Lord. So if a man is not giving himself to God in the place of understanding of his, in the place of giving himself to, um, um, to, to doctrine of Christ, if a man is not coming into understanding of the person of Jesus and aligning his lifestyle according to the teachings of Christ, worship is not being done properly. Praise God. So, he said, the Lord is looking for true worshippers. who will worship him in spirit. In what? In spirit and in truth. The Bible says, sanctify them for, by their word, for thy word is truth. Praise God. So, if a man is being sanctified, is becoming a vessel of worship. So, a man can... So, you, you see that we we can go to the presence of God and sing songs to God God accepts it you know what music does to us what music actually does is that it aligns it aligns our hearts in a way that we are we are broken enough to come to a place of submission that's the that's the essence of songs there's the way your heart is when after you you finish worshiping God in songs now you are ready to receive whatever the Lord has to say check it that's why we worship before we preach we worship, we first do praise and worship before we preach because praise and worship actually does something to our heart. It brings our heart to the place of humility. So that we can receive what the Lord has to say and go and obey it. So really, the singing of song is not the worship. The worship actually is, the, is what we do after singing that song. When you finish singing the song, and an instruction comes and you don't obey it. What's the essence of that song? So, you see that definitely you can be singing song to God, but God is seeing the heart. I love you forever, I love you forever, I love you. Lord. But when he brings his commandment, you don't obey it. What's the proof of that worship song that you just sang? The proof of that song is that you say you love him, but you obeying him is actually the proof that that song is really in your heart. So that's why it says, singing melody unto the Lord. in Singing in your heart. Singing what? Melody in your heart. is not with your mouth. In your heart. There's a heart posture that a man must take for him to actually play in the be in the place of worship. Praise God, the worship actually is um, a, 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 an activity in the spirit that brings pleasing to God. Praise God, praise the, name of the Lord. So, it's an activity in the spirit that does something that brings that brings, um. That brings pleasing to God. When a man is worshipping God. A man, a man that is worshipping God. Is a man that is pleasing God. By living his life. Or by living. Uh, what is it called? By, which word? by. By obeying the life. That he has taught that man. When God teaches a man. And the man is obeying what. The Lord has taught him. Then we say that that man is worshipping God. Praise God. So when the Bible says that, you know, uh when the Bible was it when it was talking about um uh the Lord is the, the father looking for look for worshippers, who will worship him what in spirit and in truth, praise God. These are two things in spirit and in truth. So the Holy Ghost will bring can bring revelation to you. And you might not obey. Worship is not yet complete yet. And he said, "The Father secret search is just what God is looking for." When he says, if the Father secret search," it looks that the only man God will pay attention to. God is hungry. God is hungry. That ah, to this man, let me. Pay. This is the person that once I see this kind of man, I will give all my attention to this man. I will pour all of me into this man, because this is a man, kai, this is God's kind of a man I've been when, a, when you see a man that is worshipping in spirit and in truth, in knowledge in understanding and obedience following the leading of the spirit according to the knowledge that is being brought to him he said, this man I'm seeking, kai he said to this man will I look unto is of, bro- of a broken heart he's a contract heart and a broken spirit that, that trembles at my word, you see that's the one that God is looking for this man, once I see this kind of man I will invest everything that I have into him praise God that's what the Bible is saying that if a man if I see this kind of man I will invest all that I have everything that I have into this man so when he said the father seeketh this is the man that kite so in other words, the Bible says that the the father seeketh such in other words, God is saying that these kind of men are very scarce so when God sees this kind of man like this he will decide to pour everything he wants to pour he will pour everything into that man praise God he will pour everything into that man so you see when they say a man is a worshipper a worshipper is a man that has capacity to receive all that God has A worshiper is a man. When you say check it in the Old Testament, when they say uh, um, when the the, those people that that, they bring um, uh, sacrifice to the temple, they call them comers, right? They call them comers. They come there to actually come and make sacrifices to God. They will journey all the way and will bring the the most precious gifts that they have. The most precious gifts that they have they will come and give it to god and the bible says that that is actually what um praise god he said you know they will give all that they have the is the, is the most precious part of their produce that they will bring to the temple the one you know jesus Christ was saying david was saying something he said i will give to god not uh, i won't give god to god anything that will cost me nothing praise god so Worshippers are men that are dying daily. They are ready to give up things that cost them a lot to God every single day. Every single day they are giving things that are costly to them to God. They tell you to they, they, you know when, when the Lord tell you tells you to go and do something, and this thing is something that is so hard for you to do, but you obey regardless. It's something that you are very you find so difficult to do, but because the Lord has told you to do it, you obey it regardless. Then the Bible says you have you have given worship to God. So, that, that is a man that his heart can make melody. Melody. That is a, that is a melody to God. That kind of heart is a melody. That's a heart that, when God is looking at that heart, that heart is drawing God's attention every single day. That's melody. It's pleasing God. It's a pleasure to God. That kind of heart is a pleasure to God. It's just a pleasure to God. It brings... It's, a, it's, like, it's, a, it's like that that heart that God wants to have kononia with. It, it, it's, it's a heart that brings... Constant pleasure to God. Consistent pleasure. Consistent pleasure. God is looking at that heart and is amazed at it. That's the kind of heart that God will come to every single time and invest his things inside. Because he knows that this one is a worshiper. I can give him my things, he will value them. Praise God. I can give him my things and he will value them. So you will see that there is no worship outside of love. Worship is a love operation. And when I am saying love operation, I am not saying that because you, you cry when you are singing song to God. That is not, that's not a proof of your love. God is not even moved by your tears. I will be very sincere with you. God is moved by the heart. There can be tears in the eyes, but the heart may not be right. and when I'm saying that God is moved by the heart God is moved by the heart that is ready to obey so he says singing melody with your heart in your heart unto the Lord in your heart unto the Lord is a heart posture is a, a, you can be singing to God. You, you see the difference in a man that has a proper heart posture, even when he's singing to God, and the man that does not have a proper heart posture. You will see. The one that has a proper heart posture his worship is worships like an incense to God. You will see atmosphere change. Why is that? Because the heart is actually the one giving the worship. Praise on the Lord. The heart is what? Is what actually is giving the worship to God. It's no other is not is not um is is not is not is not any other thing. It's the heart, that that heart posture that can give himself to um to to God willingly without 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 reconsidering the instructions. Without reconsidering that Kai, man, if I give this to God, what's going to happen to me? You see that heart is the heart that God is a God seeketh such. That is a man that God is seeking. God is looking for. If God should see that kind of man. In order for God to be seeking that kind of man. It means that those kind of men are not very, very, are not very, are not very plenty. Are not very, very plenty like that. So when God sees that kind of man. He has searched and search and searched. So you see someone like David. He said, I've seen a man, I know he will do all my will. The Bible, God now says, he said, he's a man after my heart. Check David in the, in the Old Testament. Throughout all the other times, people were making sacrifices in the most holy place. When it was David's time, he carried musicians and put them in the temple. They were not really giving sacrifices like that. In fact, the only sacrifice that I can recall in the Bible in the time of David that they gave was when they were bringing the Ark of covenant from the house of Obedidon to uh, to the ten to the um to to um to the uh, to Israel. Well, every six step they made sacrifice to God. Can you imagine? When they t- when they take six steps, they will they will make a sacrifice. They will, they will kill they will kill a ram. They will take another six step. They will kill a ram. Another, so imagine that kind of journey. Every six step they took, they killed a ram on the way. That's enough sacrifice for the entire generation. and that is actually a depiction of how we are supposed to be dying daily every single time we take a step in the spirit a dying occur a sacrifice is being done so we are losing something we are losing something valuable why, let, me, let me just say something why is it that it is cartoons and all other, other things that God that they ask for in, in the place of sacrifice there is a reason why now um, there were two professions, major professions in the Old Testament. It was either farming or livestock year-rearing. Praise God. So, if a man brings the best of his produce from his farm and gives it to God, the Bible, the, 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 that, you, if you read the book of Leviticus, you will see that it is the best of the harvest that they bring to the temple, to come and give to the temple. So, normally, as a natural man, you are going to keep the best to yourself and give out the ones that are not that good. But when you are giving to God, you carry the best out of your harvest and you give to God. So, definitely, there's no way you can be giving out your best and something in you is not dying. Because, naturally, a man is attached to his best. So for a man to be able to give out his best to God, something actually leaves him, something dies in him, and that's actually um, something about tithing too, when a man is giving his tithes to God, 10% of your, of your income is actually a lot, but when you, are ready, when you are able to give it, something is actually unleashed inside you, you are, you are giving out something, you are giving out an idol, you are giving out an attachment. You are giving out something. You are, so actually, giving giving tithe is another form of sanctification in itself. Sorry, I'm talking about tithe right now, but I just I'm just using it as a giving your tight. when you are when you give tithe because it, the money is not small. When you are giving it, you are you are you are you are, you are, you are letting go of, of a weight. So when you are letting go of that weight, a sanctification is happening. So anybody that is giving that is saying that you should not give tithe, you should not give this, I pity them. They don't know that is a form of death that you are practicing. And there's no way God will not reward that kind of death in you. Praise God. We are talking about worship this, 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 this morning. But definitely, these are acts of worship. Every act of obedience is your worship. Every act of obedience is your worship. Because when you say obedience, you are responding to a revelation that is in Christ. You are responding to a lifestyle that is in Christ. And when a man responds to it, he's being altered. He's becoming a vessel that can naturally worship God, that can naturally obey God, that can naturally give himself to God, that can naturally um, align with God. Praise the Lord. So you see that that's why the devil will number one that's why the devil has actually blinded man in the definition of worship as long as you go to church and you raise up holy hand and sing with tears in your eyes without understanding or without without um commitment to knowledge or commitment to to the doctrine you are devil you are you not you have not disturbed devil but the day you start responding to doctrine you will see that the devil will arise it's like a serpent he will bring his head out there's a reason for it because he knows that once worship is going to god then worship to him is dying the way he receives his worship is by a man that is disobeying god is already worshipping the devil you see all these people that they call uh, devil worshippers that one is, uh, is, um, is uh, what's it called this, this is it in uh, america they say they are worshippers of the devil they are not worshippers of the devil i don't even believe it yeah that's just um they are too local they will stay in the temple and put one useless cross upside down that's that's nonsense they are not worshipping devil even devil knows that they are not worshipping him they are just being deceived they are victims of demons those that, that are not worshippers of devil a man that is actually giving himself to worship to when they say a man is worshipping um uh, he, 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 the devil will not just come and tell you yeah, hey, come and worship me no no it will just lead you to disobedience once he can bring you into a place of disobedience he's already receiving, it's receiving sacrifices from you he's already receiving offerings from you and that's what he's living by the, 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 what we make the devil in book of Revelation chapter 12 what make the dragon fall in the book of Revelation, I don't know, what made the devil fall from heaven was because sons were arising. Who are sons? Sons are the ones that are given to God obedience to God. They are giving themselves to God in obedience. So when he fell down from heaven, the Bible says in uh, Revelation chapter 12 seventeen, he said, "And he went after sons." Why is he going after sons? Because they have, they, are, they, 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 they are starving him of worship. they are starving him of worship so the reason why he went after them is because he has been, being starved of worship so that is why his hunger came you know they called him the red dragon I feel like the depiction the, the, the of that red I feel somewhere it is not the full meaning but somewhere is his hunger there is a an hunger because he has being starved so when the devil is going to fall is because men that will arise that have become sons their heart has been given to worship they are, they are relinquishing themselves of idols and the bible says what has the temple of god gotten to do with idols so when a man is being built into god's temple how are you being built you are being built by obedience you are being built by obeying doctrine so when a man is being built by obeying doctrine he's becoming a temple and what is temple meant for temple is meant for worship So when a man is becoming a temple, he's becoming a vessel of worship. That will naturally worship God. A vessel that will naturally worship God. So when you say a man is a temple, when a man has become a temple, that means Christ. He has come to a place where he has been formed by Christ. He has been raised by the Father. And he has become a temple that God can dwell in. He has, you know, when the when this with the father chastises is the one that he loves. Is the one because the reason why he's chastising that man is because he has seen him. Kai. This man is responding to me. Is responding to my spirit. Let me take him through a process so that I can it can, can be I can I can it can be a vessel, a proper vessel. That's why he now said he said he, he might, the, the, the chastisement might not be comfortable at this point, but over time it will yield peaceable. Peaceable, peaceable fruits of righteousness. You see? Peaceable fruits of what? Of righteousness. You see how we please God. When fruits of righteousness are being born, then we are we are an incense to God. Those are the things that catches Jesus Christ's attention. You see, the fig tree. When Jesus Christ, fig tree that was coming out, and Jesus Christ saw it, that was a depiction of something. When he saw the fig tree and it wasn't bearing fruit, it cost it. Because it's just a depiction of what God wants a man to be like. A man that is not bearing fruit is useless to God. And fruit is actually the the pleasure of God. That's what God wants to eat. God wants to eat your fruits. When you say fruit, I'm talking about the characters that you are bearing. Spiritual characters you are bearing as a result of your fellowship with God those are fruits God, that's what God wants to come and eat so Jesus Christ saw the fig tree and it wasn't bearing fruit and Jesus Christ cursed it from the root so God wants us to bear fruit that is what God values the most your fruits so when God sees a man that is bearing fruit it catches God's attention then God can invest more into him invest more of his water so you will see a man he said blesses the man that is planted beside the water." Uh, 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 Psalm chapter 1 verse 1 he said Psalm chapter 1, verse 1, it says something. He said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the, uh, uh, in the counsel of ungodly, that standeth not in the seat of sinners, nor sitting in the seat of scornful, but is delighted in the Lord the Lord. But he now says something. Verse 3 says, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in due season. His leaves also shall not wither, and whatever he doeth shall prosper. You cannot be planted in the beside still water of God. You know the Bible says that he leaded me beside the still water for his what? His name's sake. Ah, Mata. Hembrose Teban, Kibon Tabayana nama Kebaya. He leaded me beside the still water for what? For his name's sake. When you say his name's sake, he's it, it, going to lead you beside his water so that you can receive his name. That's what you're just, you're just saying. Or another thing for, another meaning for name is his nature. So if a man is not obeying God, is not spending time with the scripture and giving himself to the word and obeying God, worship is not being done accurately. Accurately. Now there's a be- you can start. Please let me just quickly say this. You can start in the place of raising holy hands, you know, singing worship to God, praying. That's the way to start. That's the beginning. So that thing is not useless. But the uh, the the resultant effect of that action should be an obedience or you're giving yourself to God. How many of us realize the fact that anytime we go into a place, we soak ourselves in the place of worship, there's something that happens to your heart, we come out humble. We come out humble. It's that kind of heart that can be led. Even so, when somebody says something that is wrong, when you come out of a soaking, strong worship session, when come out and somebody who uses a vulgar word beside you, you feel vexed in your spirit. Why? Because there's a humility, there's a spirituality that your heart has come into. And when somebody says, when somebody does something righteous around you, you are pleased. There's a reason for that. That song, those that soaking worship moment has brought your heart to a place. Now, that place that your heart has come to is a place where your heart has been. Brought down to a place where you can now receive doctrine that you do, do you, you that you now go obey. So that's how worship is complete. Worship is completed after obedience. Singing of song can start it, but it's completed after obedience. That's complete worship. Oh, praise God. Praise God. So, a man that is bearing fruit is a man that catches God's attention. Once you are bearing fruit, you are catching God's attention. You are seeing God. You are you are you are, you are pleasing God. You are attracting God. You are attracting God. He said, That's, "You are the kind of man that God seeks." He said, "This is the man that God seeks." He worships in spirit and in truth. That means he's bearing fruits of righteousness. Because there's no way a man can bear fruit of righteousness without being led by the Spirit. And I'm giving, I'm giving himself to the word, and being led by the Spirit. Oh, praise God, praise God, praise God. In Ephesians chapter one, let's quickly go to Ephesians chapter one, and I'll i I'll, I'll, I'll start rounding up. Praise God, praise God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with spiritual blessing in every. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Sorry. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessing in every places in Christ Jesus. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Having predestined us unto the adoption of of children by Jesus Christ to Himself, according to His word, good pleasure to the to the good pleasure of His will. According to what the good pleasure of His will, comma to the praise of the glory of His grace. Praise God. You see, to the praise. So you see, He, he he brought us, according to, his, to the good pleasure of His will, to what? To the praise. So, there is no praise when will is not done. The doing of the will brings you to a place called praise. To the praise of glory of His grace, wherein He has made us acceptable in the Beloved in whom we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of sin, according to the riches of grace, wherein he has abounded towards us in wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure. Ah! Efficiency. According to what? To his good pleasure, which he had purposed in himself. Verse 9 again. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, of his will, According to His good pleasure, so there's no pleasure in God. You can't give pleasure to God outside His will. There's no way a man can give pleasure to God outside His will. A man must search the will out. We must be able to wait. Sometimes we have to wait months for us to in a, in an. We are asking for the will of God in an area of our life. We can wait months, days, weeks, just for the will of God to be clear. Just for the will of God to be clear. When a man now does it, as the will is clear, when a man does it, he he has brought pleasure to God. Pleasure. Pleasure. Pleasure to God. Even the place of waiting is a worship in itself. Because there's an acknowledgement you have given to God by waiting. There's a way you have aligned your heart. You are acknowledging Him that it is only His will that matters. So you are ready to wait. So that that even waiting itself is a worship in itself. You see, so that's actually the things that doctrine teach. These are the things that doctrine teach. When doctrine gives you a heart in a way that your heart is totally aligned with God, it's, your heart has been given to God, your heart has been given to God, your heart has been raised unto God, then you have become that's a man that God can pour himself into. That's a vessel. That's a vessel. You know, we are going to be praying this morning, just this afternoon, very few minutes. Let's quickly open to um, Luke chapter 10, then we'll pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 10, verse 27. Um, I, I wish I could say more, but there's no time. It's okay. Uh, worship night is coming i'm sure there'll be some um there'll be some ministrations maybe some things we made clear again uh i know i just many things were said but i, I believe that the lord is giving you understanding hope you are getting understanding for what i'm saying i know i kicked many things together today but things were broken down over time praise god uh Luke chapter 10 verse twenty seven verse twenty seven verse 27, Luke ten twenty seven, 27, yes, 27, uh, verse 27 says, and he said, and yeah, this This was the story of the Good Samaritan, uh, Jesus Christ was in verse 26, when after giving the story of the Good Samaritan, he said, he answered and said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart you know this was part of the Ten Commandments praise God with all thy heart with all thy soul with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself see, you see look at it, these are the different compartments of a man all thy heart with all thy soul with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. So you see, this is actually the way to worship God. Worshiping God is not giving a little and leaving a little behind. No, 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 no. no. Worshiping God is giving all thy strength, all thy heart, all thy soul, all thy mind. So you see that definitely we grow in worship the more we are letting we are giving all we are growing in worship eh, wait, 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 wait. i mean i can't say i've given all completely i won't lie to you i desire to give all my heart cakes to give all but i have a in me that is holding things back i have weaknesses in me that is holding things back so i can't really say that i've come to that full stature jesus christ is the only one that came to that full stature of worship then this god now told him he said my priests you know priests are the ones that bring sacrifices to the temple he said that my priest forever after the order of melchizedek so when he's, when they say a man has become when the bible says when god declares a man a priest he has come to full worship praise god praise on the lord when god declares a man i'm not talking about confessing i'm a priest i'm a priest no, there's more to that thing you can confess to a priest right now but let me tell you something the bible says that by my knowledge will a priest judge so there's no way a man, a priest can even, even in the Old Testament, a, a priest cannot offer sacrifice in ignorance. So we cannot, we, we can be confessing it that we are priests. It's okay, confess it. But let me very simply, you cannot, you cannot carry out the act, a priestly activity in ignorance. It's not possible. For a man to carry, priestly, to carry out priestly activity when he has not learned the knowledge of the person he's making sacrifices to, which is God. So when you say I'm a priest, when you say priest, priest is a man that brings sacrifice to the temple, that's worship, that's priestly activity. So in the New Testament, a priest, when you say I'm a, when you, when you, a man is coming to his priestly activity, is the man that is giving all of himself to God all of himself to god all of himself to god all of himself everything that is inside him is being given to god you now see that you are letting go of your idols you are letting go of your weaknesses you are letting go of those that those things that you value those things you hold in high esteem you are letting them go then activity of worship is being carried out but you know you know the, the, the devil this is actually what the devil fights so the devil can bring offense to your means you go you're early in the morning you're supposed to go to church before you before you know your roommate has offended you it's because they are disturbing your worship Deal with that heart immediately. You are going to life meeting in the morning. Before you know you, somebody called you and gave you bad news. Deal with that heart before you get there. They are fighting your worship. They are fighting your worship. The heart must be, must be, must be aligned to carry worship out. Let's begin to praise the Lord. Father, Lord, we thank you. We give praise to your holy name, Lord. Because you are a gracious God. Father, we worship you. We say thank you this afternoon. Because we know... That you, um, you are going to make Saturday a glorious day. Father, Lord, we worship you, Lord. All glory and honor be to you. We give praise to your Holy Name, Lord, for your love and your, and your grace, your counsel, your strength, ability to pray today. Father, help us, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Help us, in the name of Jesus Christ, to be a vessel of worship, uh, a vessel unto honor, a vessel unto honor. He said, in the Father's house, there are many vessels. There's vessel unto honor, and vessel one dishonour. If a man cleanses himself of the latter, he will be a vessel on a, a vessel unto one honor fit for the master's use. Praise God. So there's no worship is the hindrance to worship is our inability to go through sanctification. But we ask you to sanctify them by their word. For their word is true. We thank you because the word that has been given today has brought some sanctification to us. Father, Lord, in the name of Jesus, help us in Jesus' mighty name to grow in this worship in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we will not lag behind in the place of worship. You will teach us to worship you more and more in the name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, King of glory, we thank you. All glory and honor be to you, Lord. We say blessed be Your holy your name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you all for calling in. God bless you, or um, have a good week, and please, on Saturday, information will come over the week concerning worship night. Please, on Saturday, just show up. Uh, it will be a glorious time in God's presence. Blessed be the honor of the Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the flesh of the Holy Spirit be with us now forevermore. Amen. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth you dwell between the cherubim, shine full. You dwell between the cherubim, shine. Full.